Welcome to Awake to Oneness Radio. I am Caroline Chang, your host. The mission of Awake to Oneness Radio is to inspire the world to awaken to the universal truth of oneness. Science is now teaching us that all life is interconnected and interdependent. And ancient wisdom and spirituality has been teaching the truth of oneness for eons. Science is just now catching up, but it's not new science. This science is over 100 years old, quantum physics. Um, it talks about the unified field theory and um, quantum, um, quantum entanglement, which basically means everything is connected, everything is one. So what you do to another person you're literally doing to another aspect of yourself. And when mankind awakens to the universal truth of oneness, there will be peace on earth. Today's show topic is science and non-duality with Mauricio Benazo. Benazo. <laughs> Did I say that correctly? Very good, very good. Very, very good. good, very good. Yes, and I know you're Italian. You told me to talk with my hands. <laughs> Thank you, Mauricio. I so, Mauricio, I am so thankful for you. Um, I've been admirer of yours for a long, long time. So please share with our listeners what, how you came to do the wonderful work that you and your, your lovely wife are doing please, with the conferences and everything, please share with our listeners your journey. Oof. I don't know. Which version do we go? The, the long <laughs> version? The Any version you want. It's up to you. But that, and, and don't worry about time. We have all the time you want. So basically, let's stick to it. Both me and my partner, Zaya, my wife, Zaya, have been on the, on the search, on the path forever. Yes. And uh, when we met, uh, we, we came, our first date, really, we went to India to shoot a documentary about Nisargadatta Maharaj, uh, the book I Am That. And we went there to interview the spiritual teacher, the spiritual, the translators of Nisargadatta, because everybody knew about his uh, followers from the West, but nobody ever dealt or dwell enough on the personality of the translators which are very fascinating characters yes. beautiful human being beautiful human being and uh, so we went to meet these beautiful human beings and one of them shared with us the sentence saying that Nisargadatta used to say mm -hmm. one day what we say what I'm teaching it's not spirituality it is science one day scientists will appear, will come here and will understand all this. And he was using sentences like, uh, uh, fluid gets together in your head and the sense of self appear. You're just a, an electromechanical reaction of, uh, you know, cells and molecules, you know, as exactly. well as the absolute. So that line stuck with us in our mind and we came back to the US and we were making movies, as I said, and uh, a friend of us at one dinner told us, hey, why don't you organize uh, an event based on this sentence, on putting together the science and spirituality? Now, that would be a great idea, but we just said, okay, the only way to do it, if we do it one year from now to the date, because you know, sometimes you make decision and you decide, oh yeah, I'll do it later, I'll do it later, nothing ever happened, right? right. So we said, okay, 
we'll do it at one condition. It's one year to the date today, and it was yeah. my birthday. Right? It was your my birthday. birthday. It was my birthday dinner. And I said, okay, one year to the date. Okay, finished that bottle of wine, went to sleep. The next morning, I called the only place, excuse me, <coughs> the only place in our area who had the ability to gather about 500 people maximum in a hotel room that could be fitting for our for what we thought the event could be. And um, we called and said, oh, yeah, we need a, a date, uh, October 23rd, 2009, mm -hmm. that weekend. And they said, uh, oh, it's, uh, it's absolutely impossible. This is a high season, you understand. October is not going to happen. And they said, oh, my God, wait, wait, wait a second. Wait, the 23rd, you said? Yeah, the 23rd. Oh, we just got a cancellation half an hour ago. Mm. Oh, okay. So the magic started. And uh, so from there, the journey started. And it's been magic since then. Yeah. Now, what year was that, Mauricio? 2008. And the first event started in October 2009. Okay. So yeah. So it's now 11 years now that we have 11 events in the US, wow. five in Europe, uh, uh, a lot of smaller events at Esalon or 1440 or other places all over. Mm -hmm. yes, beautiful journey of discovery and growth. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Please explain to our listeners, because I'm very familiar with, I've never been, and I, I hope to go very soon. I've never been to an event, but I'm very familiar with your events, and I watch the clips on YouTube from the events, you know. So can, but some people may not be familiar. So it's called SAND, S-A-N-D, uh, which stands for Science and Non-Duality. Um, please explain to our listeners what SANS conferences are all about. First of all, we, we basically, the, the general idea is we put together scientists of uh, academia, so not new age science, if you wish, you know, science yeah. that has a real depth, uh, uh, a real academic understanding, if you're proven science, let's call it just to be, even though proven science is as abstract as you can imagine I mean, we're talking about quantum physics is so absurd yes. you can you can prove it as you as one of most uh -oh, um, I mean, it's so fascinating and it's can you you were yes. your screen was freezing a little bit can you repeat what you just said because we didn't hear that from the beginning yeah no so, just from what yeah what you just yeah. said yes Yes. yes, we put together uh, scientists from uh, like quantum physics, neuroscience, uh, biology, yes. uh, together with mystics of all different traditions. Yes. And we have conversation of what it means to be human at the end of the day. We don't necessarily look for approval to, we don't look for them to agree on things, but we look basically to put intelligent people together in a room in a non-dogmatic way to discuss yes. what does it mean to be human. So we use the, the rigor of science with the beauty of the meditative arts and to have beautiful conversation. So, and we go through therapies, the result of movement, psychedelic research, uh, uh, anything, any, anything that could be considered a portal to, uh, to the better understanding of who we are in this planet. Wow. Uh, our mission, if you say, if you may, is just uh, basically we are informed by uh, 
by modern science, inspired by the mystic of all ages. And our learning has to be based on our personal experience as human. So as much as a theory uh, can hit you, is not doesn't mean much until you feel it in your at every level of your cells. It's easy to say we are all one, but what does it mean when somebody steals your parking lot, right? With <laughs> <laughs> me, you know? Yes, so, yes, I, 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 I resonate with you so much because it was science. It was science. It was quantum physics that woke me up to the understanding of oneness. I had been studying spirituality off and on for many years, but I watched the um, documentary, What the Bleep, which is all about quantum physics with credible scientists in the film. But it was a statement from Lynn McTaggart who said, the biggest problem in the world today is the illusion of separateness. When she said that, something woke up inside of me. It wasn't intellectual, it was heartfelt. It was something, I'm like, yes, that is a true statement. All of our problems stem from the fact that we think we're separate. When we know and everything, all of credible quantum physics. Now, everything, I've had many scientists, I'm sure you're familiar with Dr. Bruce Lipton, I mean, I, I, and Dean Radin and all of these scientists I've had on as guests. Um, so I've, I believe that credible scientists are telling us that we are all one, we're interconnected. And here's the thing, I had a, a scientist by the name of Thomas Campbell as a guest, and he wrote um, My Big Toe, my big theory of everything. And he said, if a person doesn't believe in oneness, their, their, cell, sh their cell phone should be taken away. Meaning, all of today's technology, the smartphone, the cell phone, computers, everything works off of quantum physics, which at the core of quantum physics is the unified field theory that everything is interconnected and interdependent. If it wasn't so, we wouldn't have the today's technologies. That's Absolutely. how real oneness is. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I use this metaphor that somehow we are all particle of the universe as much as our liver and our heart. They, they are separate. The yes. heart, like a heart, it creates cells of the heart, it does a job of the heart, and the lungs, they do the job of the lungs, and they're lungs, and they're totally separated. But in reality, they're all one, because they're part of one organism. So the same metaphor to me applies as the universe. So we are absolutely everything, but also we have our identity as separate thing. Yes. But we have to be aware, the, the fine line of the of the of the, the balance between those two experiences, the experience yes. of the absolute and the experience to be a separate entity. And that's yes. in that uh, tension that lies our sense of, hum of being human, you know? Yes. Into the understanding that we are all and the understanding of our separateness. Because we are clearly different, but we are uh -oh. clearly part of the same, uh, of the same puzzle, the same big puzzle, and each action we create uh, somehow stimulate and, and, and as you said, like you talk about entanglement, each, each, every movement, everything that happened around us has profound implications that are not evident at first sight on everything else around us. And that's so, 
fascinating and so beautiful to me, this understanding. Yes. And I, I realized that from our human perspective, it's hard to understand that we're all one and we're separate at the same time because we think it's this or that when it's this and that. Yes, it is this and that, meaning we are all unique, unique aspects of God, all that is. My term for God is all that is. There's nothing outside of God. All there is is God. And we're all not just pieces of God. We are holographic aspects of God, meaning all of God is in each of us. That, and that's hard for our human mind to wrap around that. Um, are you for, my favorite quote is from Rumi. Rumi says, you are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. So that's yes. what each of us are. We are all of God in a drop. And that's hard for us from human level to wrap our head around. And I would even expand it. It's not even us in every cell that makes our body. So in a way, this separation uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't stop at the level of human. It's not as special human form of us. It's just every, in every cell of the universe, in every molecule of the universe. So again, we go back to our heart, to our lungs, to every cell that comprise our, our tissue. Yes. So everything is an, the, the intranet. Everything is a, is a representation of the absolute into, into the minor form. Exactly. It's so messy. It's complicated. Yes, yes. Well, it can be. And remember, it's this or that. It can be. I like to keep it simple. Um, when I do a presentation, I just did a presentation this last weekend at Unity in my area. And I like to keep it simple. And everybody commented how I took science, the you know quantum physics, and made it understandable. Because we can, we can make it very complicated, but we can also keep it very simple. And, and I keep it simple by thinking, just remember that everything is connected and when one thing changes it changes the whole but um i actually got my first key to my awakening in seventh grade science class when we were studying molecules and atoms my science teacher my seventh grade science teacher said nothing is truly solid so when you think about it, nothing is truly solid you put anything Beautiful. under a yes yes and i he said that in seventh grade and i i was like what you know that that was an awakening moment for me but you put anything under a high power microscope you see these tiny atoms and now it's discovered that an atom is 99.99999 percent empty space so we're, we're not living in a solid universe. It appears solid from our limited senses because our eyes, our hearing, our touch, everything about a human is extremely limited. And we know this because we know all the waves, like there's microwaves, there's gamma rays, all of these things we cannot detect with our senses, but they're all around us. So when we understand, well, we can't go by our limited senses, science is telling us, science is telling us all this, that we are, it's just one thing, it's just energy interconnected, and 
So I, I keep it simple at that level. So, yeah, but yeah, it can get, yeah, now yeah. if I talk to a scientist. <laughs> it gets complex, let's say. It, to me, at the end of the day, what's important, how do I understand it as a human being? And, and it's complicated. It's complicated to understand, again, the repercussion and, and the sense of being absolute. Again, when somebody cuts you on the road, when somebody... Yes. <laughs> this is true. This is true. When somebody cuts you, yes. Where the rubber meet the road, that then I want to see. I want to understand my physics and my spirituality. To me, appears there. Yes. Because I can spiritual as I want. I want to make sure my spirituality is not an excuse to escape the reality. You know, yes. I, I don't want it to, to have my spirituality as an excuse to put myself in a bubble. I'm so perfect. I'm God. I'm awesome. Yeah, no, well. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, Say, so can I, I'm not sure you're, um, I'm losing you a little bit. Um, your, your internet is going in and out a little bit. So, um, but repeat what you just said about you don't want to be in a bubble. Repeat that again. Yeah. To me, it's very important. At the end of the day, I, I, count spirituality or my sense of being human by my relationship to the day-to-day -day thing from the small things. I want to make sure that as a human being, I don't use spirituality to hide myself in a bubble. Oh, I'm perfect. I'm the absolute. I'm God. Nothing touches me. That doesn't, that, it's beautiful. It's a phase. I've, I've been through that and I'm not saying it's very important because sometimes yeah. life is hard that you want to, you know, help yourself and suit yourself but but i like uh, in for me for me for me personally i'm not saying a recipe for the universe for me personally i like to be able to be human at the end of the day i want yes. to be able to to i like the messiness of being human i like the emotion the sensation the feeling that come across and yet i want to keep them into this total big understanding of our interconnectedness so in a way, rage appears, uh, uh, fear appears, uh, sadness appears when something, you know, something, some, you know, sadness appears when you lose a friend, when you lose a family member, how can you not be sad? And I want to make sure I'm not saying, oh, I'm so spiritual, it's all, we are all one, if he or she died, it's, you know, it's all good. No, it's not good, it's sad. <laughs> I want to express my sadness in understanding that yes, we are one, you know? So it's just this balance between being human and being God, being human and being God, and find this this fine line in the middle. And this is what where our conference, our event, and our community is moving towards more and more. Not the, this understanding that we are all, you know, this we are not special. We are yes, we are absolutely special. We are our special in our imperfection, in our fears, in our, you know. Let's go back to being human, you know. So basically, I re I remember when I was eighteen, I saw a movie, a Russian movie, The Sacred Mountain. Diodorovsky, uh, this director, and uh, it was a movie about how to go up the sacred mountain. This character was going through all the tasks, and finally, all the tasks and all the, the trial and the effort, and he arrived finally on the sacred mountain in the bliss of a moment. And then the movie ends, and he says, But the difficult part is not to be on the sacred mountain, the difficult part is to go back on the other side mm. and become human again. The mm. difficult part 
I mean, I mean, it's difficult. It's very difficult also to be to reach the sacred mount. Let's not discard that. But to me, people like Ajashanti says, uh, when you get this quote-unquote moment of enlightenment, you're not done. You're yeah, starting. Right. Yes. That's yes. when you start. That's mm-hmm. when your real growth start. You know, it's not this idea that uh, oh, when I will be quote-unquote enlightened, whatever that means, whatever right. that means, I will be blissful. There will be no pain. There will be absolutely bogus when you will be enlightened you will feel even more the pain you will feel the pain of every human being who ever existed in this planet you will feel your the sadness of every mother who lost a child you feel everything <laughs> can, you know, can, I, I love i love this i wish we were in the same room together because i just i love having this conversation because <laughs> because I am a mother who has a son in spirit. I have a son in spirit, yes. And I have to honestly tell you, there's a, there's a backstory, and most of my listeners know my story. But when my son passed, when my son transitioned, I don't even use, the I, I only word I use is transition, because I know there's eternal life, and he's yeah. not gone. He's the co-host of this show. He transitioned, my son transitioned five years ago, July 1st, 2014. He was 29 years old. I was at complete peace when he transitioned, but there's a reason why. There's a reason why. There's a backstory. So what I want to say is, I understand what you're saying. There's the humanness being human, and then there's spirit. But that's, again, that's duality. That's, we're saying, well, we're human over here, and we're spirit over here. We're separating them. And in truth, even what I was taught in seventh grade, this is not a physical world we're living in. We are not physical beings. We are still spiritual. Even with our body, we are still in spirit. It's just this world is very low density. It's a very low vibration. Everything is vibration. This world that we're living in and experiencing, it's still spirit. It's still part of spirit, but it's very low. It's very dense. The vibration is very slow. So for me, there's no separation from being human and being spiritual. Okay? I, I, I combined the two. Because I, I said, you know what? I, I can't say I'm all about oneness, but separate spirit out, spirit out, spiritualness and humanness, I, I, I don't separate the two. And the reason I'll share with you quickly, why I was at peace when my only son transitioned. Um, two and a half years before that, doctors said he wasn't gonna live and I tried to kill myself. I wrote a suicide note. I said, I'm not gonna bury my son. My son is gonna bury me. And this is in the hospital. Okay, so I took a bottle of over-the-counter sleeping pills, and I was unconscious for three days. They had me in they had me in emergency. They had me in ICU. Um, finally, when I did come to, they allowed me. They had me on 24-hour suicide watch. They allowed me to visit my son who was on life support um, for an hour a day with supervised visits. One day, the last day I visited him on supervised visit, I whispered in his ear. His name is Kyle. I said, Kyle, please get better so we can both go home. That night, that night, he pulled himself off life support. He pulled out the ventilator. 
he pulled out the feeding tube and his vital signs were perfect. The doctor said it was like he was not even sick. I was blessed with a true medical miracle. And a few weeks later, I took my son home. I took my son home uh, the day before New Year's Eve. It was December 30th, 2011. And I promised God that day, I said, God, I'll never ever forget this miracle. I don't care what happens tomorrow. Meaning my son could have gone, leave this earth that, to ne the next day. I will never stop thanking you for this miracle. So my son did not go back into the hospital till two and a half years later. Two and a half years later, he went back into the hospital. He was in the hospital for three months. He was again on life support, but I never stopped thanking God. Even on his way back to the hospital, I was thanking God. When he transitioned, I knew three things. I knew my son was not gone anywhere. I knew that it was his soul's choice, our soul, decides when to come and when to go, and it's always in perfect divine timing. And I knew it was a soul agreement he and I made. We had an agreement. I'm supposed to stay. I have work to do. He's supposed to go. He said, it's my time to go. It's your time to stay. Now, I can tell you, honestly, I have my son's voice on tape from Spirit two years ago. No lie, it's, you can hear it yourself. I'll send you the audio. I have my son's voice on tape from two years ago. He's very proud of what I'm doing with the show. And he says he's the co-host of this show. Anytime I'm doing a show, he's right here. So yes, I hear what you're saying, but I am someone who has gone through it. And I know I can be human and spiritual and combine the two and stay in a state of joy. And it's not not having, I have nothing but compassion for the other yeah. that are going so, through it. Caroline yes. and Kyle. <laughs> Seriously, yes. one thing I, I want to say is this. To me, sadness does not take away joy. Yes. To me, the expression of sadness does not mean, oh, is, I'm not talking about suffering. I'm talking about the, uh, sadness when you say it about kyle i mean my heart broke i mean i really feel i'm touched by your story by your courage your strength i'm deeply touched but it doesn't mean that i don't appreciate i don't know how to say it you know it's it's life you know yes. I, I, I be accepted and i i don't want to I, I cannot be joyful of the fact that that you lost this precious yes I understand. Oh, you. I can be joyful, but I accept and sadness comes in. And, 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 and that's still, the joy is a foundation, if you wish. The joy, the appreciation of life, the acceptance yes. of what is, the, the, the acceptance of, the, of whatever the universe is going to give us, it's a foundation. And you can only accept it. And sometimes some people slap you on the face, ow, and you cry because <laughs> Hey. Yeah, but yeah, it hurts. Yeah, suffering, right? Yes. You don't get yeah. the suffering. Still, you cry. Oh, why did you hurt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a fine line, but what I'm saying, I want to make sure I feel my pain. Yes. I want to make sure I love to feel my, my sadness. I love mm -hmm. it. I love to, to feel the emotion in my body. I love to, I love that. I love to, yes. to have, the, the, I love to be human. I'm delighted yes. to be human. Well, that's and I'm well aware it is, it's all a game, it's all an illusion. I'm totally aware it's an illusion. 
it's a dream of our own creation. See, that's yeah. another thing. It's a dream of our own creation. And I love it too, because I know that we both, we all chose to be here. We wanted to be here. We were like, we couldn't wait to get here, you know? And so, but it is, I, I call it, I know it's an illusion, but I know what it is. What it is, is a, it's a dream of my own creation. And I have the power to make it a nightmare. Or I have a, the power to make it a beautiful dream. It's my choice. And every now moment, I can make it a nightmare. I can make this dream a nightmare. Or I can make it, but I understand what you're saying. No, um, pain and, and, and beauty and joy, it coats hand in hand. It's like a life is a sun shower. It yeah. rains and it's sun at the same time. Yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. sun shower. Yeah. And, and also another thing that I really want to say that I really don't know, that uh, the mystery is so profound, the mystery mm -hmm. is so huge the that i don't i don't know so uh, i'm afraid when i hear you 100 percent, and i uh -huh. can agree with you when you say uh, you know that, that we are creating the illusion but when we go in that area i get a little the really yes i agree with you i'm excited about what you say i hear you i hear you i hear you i, hear you. I love you i hear you but yeah. i don't know I really don't know. And I don't really want to know because there is no way I'm going to know. So the only thing I know is that I am the absolute. I am a representation of the absolute. Right. And I am this little molecule, this, this combination of molecule that goes around and speaks with a funny accent. And says, <laughs> I love your accent. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, and I don't really know. I don't really know. I don't really know if you are, when we start saying if you are an illusion creator, I don't know. I don't know. I just... I just want to enjoy this, this beautiful. Okay. Now let me ask you a question. When you say, and I think I might have to put back on my fan. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to I'm going to put on the fan. It's just, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't usually get hot in the Poconos, but <laughs> it, we're going through a heat wave in the Poconos. <laughs> okay. But, um, I don't even have AC. I don't have AC where I live because we don't need it. But I do need the fan <laughs> right now. But um, um, when you say, let me ask you this: when you say the absolute, you know you are the absolute. What 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 does that mean to you? I means, as you said, that there is only one. There is nothing outside of it. So there is only one. So I am part of the one. I'm like as much as the cell of my body is part of myself. Right. This combination of cell and every cell in my body is part of the photon so i'm the absolute the the, the all there is all there right. is i'm all there is i'm all there is and and each part of me each molecule of me is is, is a representation of is an hologram if you wish could be that could be a good story on the other hand eh? i don't know <laughs> but that i believe i believe is a fairly reasonable story to me that that I am an hologram. Each part of me is an hologram of the intranet, right? An hologram of everything. It's right. So that's the absolute for me. Right, like like holographic. We're each like I. I love that. The, what makes me really uh, can visualize that we're holographic is that quote where Rumi says, "You're not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in the drop." So right. now, so now you know as the absolute. 
that you are creating your experience. Yes? As the absolute, you are the absolute. How much responsibility I have in my experience as this small molecule of the absolute has to be discussed. Actually, cannot even be discussed. So the absolute as an experience through me, and I, I, oh, I just raised my hand. Oh, I just lowered my hand. It's not me deciding. We're going to talk about our free will, and it gets very complicated. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. very, I don't think it's a topic. Well, you know what? I, I find this so fascinating because what I, from my perspective, what I see is from our human mind, we want to see it this or that. When it's both, it's free will and destiny go hand in hand. Just like you said, joy and pain go hand in hand. I love the symbol, the yin yang symbol, yin yang symbol that is half white and half black and equal. Both parts are equal. So it, that represents to me the all that is. And yeah. we label, we label things bad are good. We do that. But it just is. You know, yes. we put labels on it. But it just is. And we can, and in every isness, we can see the light, we can see the good, or we can see the bad. Like even, okay, with my son's transition, he was 29, but he was, so, he, he was in a lot of pain. And so when he left the body that was just full of pain, he wasn't in any more pain. You know, so there is, there's that light there. And, but also I know, I knew in my heart, he's not gone. I knew it in my heart. And like I said, I even have physical proof. I have his voice on tape from a few years ago. One of my favorite stories is this Chinese fairy tale. I don't know how to call it, Proverbs fairy tale. Is this guy, you probably heard this, this guy who had two passion in his world, two, two things he adores. He adores uh, his stallion, his horse, and he okay. adores, um, I don't know if you know the story, and one day his stallion leaves, he lost. He lost, the stallion disappear. And all the neighbors, oh my God, poor you, such a bad luck, you lost your horse. I cannot believe, how bad luck, that was your most beautiful horse in the world, such bad luck. And then one day, a few times later, the horse came back with this beautiful female horse. I don't know if you call how you call it in English. This yes. beautiful horse, gorgeous. And they had the most incredible little horses all around the neighbor. How lucky you are that your horse left. How lucky you are. I can't believe how lucky you are. And, so, and then something happened that the horse, his son was riding the horse, and the horse made the son drop, and he kicked him, and he broke his leg. Mm -hmm. And he said, oh, God, how bad luck you are that your beautiful horse hurt your son, your favorite son, and your son is now is limping, is a crippled man. How bad luck you are. And then there was a war. And every other son in the village went to war, and they all died. How lucky you are that your horse broke the leg of your son because your son didn't go to war. Where is the luck and bad luck? We don't know. Yes, exactly. Know. I have well, heard. I have heard that. I've heard. I've heard it told slightly differently, but I have heard that. And there's even another. I think there's even another. But I have heard that, which is even true. It's like um, 
because the, the, the townspeople would say to you, he was a, um, like a Buddhist monk. And the town people would say, oh, such bad luck. And his response would be, is it? That's all he would say. Every time the townspeople would come and say, oh, what's su such bad luck? And all he would say, is it? And then when something good happened, they would say, oh, what good luck? luck. And he would have the same response. Oh, is it? So his, his response to what people call bad was, is it? And his response to what people call good, oh, is it? He was in the isness. It is yeah. what it is, and we see the outcome of each thing. There was a positive and negative and positive. They play this dance, the, uh, the, the dark and the light of the yin and yang, they play this dance together. But yes, and but when you understand it is what it is, so we call it bad, but that was a perfect, and I have heard that story, um, and it was, that's a perfect example of, the isness it is so i do i do now i'm grounded in when when anything happens i own it i take ownership of it i say okay i created that you know whether if it's something i didn't want to happen my car broke down you know you know i'm stuck in the middle of the road where i'm like okay why did I create this? <laughs> you know, what's gonna come about? You know, I I look for what's gonna come about from this because I realize I I own it. I don't blame the world. I don't say I don't call myself a victim. My son is in spirit. I don't say I'm not a victim. I I, I own whatever happens. Yeah, to me, I take even away the I part. I take okay. away. I created this. Like this is what is. Yes. So it, I even take I didn't create this. I, I, I don't know. I, this is happening. This is what is. So yes, this I, is what is. Yes. It's not even, it's not even the, the I part. I, I try to eliminate the I part because mm -hmm. then I will, then I can say, oh, I could have created a better thing. Why don't I, <laughs> then I break the car when I was at a gas station instead of breaking now in the middle of the freeway. So and then you can take responsibility of you creating it to me. I don't, I prefer not to know that's, it, again, it may be a butterfly in Brazil flap his wing, and that's why the car broke down here. I don't know. <laughs> what is? What do you want to know? We can talk for ages of the reason why yes. things happen. Yes. I, I do reason. hear you, but when I say the I, I also say the I as all that is. Because yeah. I try to keep the I yes. and all that is together. Which is the same thing. Which is the same thing. It's just yes. I want to make sure the semantic we agree on. on yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, and that's, that's the wonderful thing about language. It does, you know, it's the semantics of words. Because words are so limiting. Yes. yes. That's the word is the, 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 the essence of separation. Like yes. they say in the Bible, right? And the, the sound, they create the sound. And the sound, the word is the separation. The word is an attempt to define something. The moment you define something, you created a separation. Exactly. If I define, this is a... Paper clip. If I define paper clip, okay, a paper clip is not me. So in the moment you use the word, you define object. In the moment you define object, but it's very practical. Yes. If you don't define object, how do you know the difference between a track and a, and a flower? If the track is coming to you, you're dead. <laughs> so I mean, it's important evolutionary. It's very, very important. Words yes. are different. They work. They yes. work. 
Yes, yes, yes. And see, this and is separation like word. Separation word. The feeling of separation work. If we if we didn't feel separated, we will not survive. Mm -hmm. Because the lion comes, oh, the lion, which is me, is coming to it. Me, which is me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, it's, I, hear, I hear what you say. I hear what you say. But I also talk about how separate the, the, the part, knowing, okay, the uniqueness of each of us. That I don't want us to ever lose. We are each. Oh, no, absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. We're absolutely. all, yes. You are Absolutely. all unique and we all have a special gift to bring to the all. We each, you have your special, we each have a special gift to bring to the all. And if we don't bring our gift to the all, no one else can fill our shoes. Nobody, no one else is designed the way we're designed. Yeah. So that yeah. is, is wonderful. But the, as, the, the aspect of the separation aspect where we think we're separate so it's okay to kill and it's okay to hurt. And you know, the other, because they're separate than me. That's yes. the separation I want us to realize that yes, we are all unique. We all have gifts to bring to the all. But I want us to remember that we are all a part absolutely. of each other. Absolutely, absolutely. But then separation doesn't mean that we have to kill. Separation right. also means you can love. Yes. Separation is also love. Oh my yeah. God, I love this flower. Oh my life, I love my partner. I love this. I love. I love to eat. So yes. I'm separated from the spaghetti, but yes. I don't have to kill them. But yet I bite into them and eat them. So yes, 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 yes. Well, I think I think there's a there's a fine line between the two where they can they can be in balance. I think that. I believe as humanity, we're, we're awakening as humanity. And as we awaken, we understand our connectedness and we will stop with the nonsense of war. We'll, you know, we'll stop. That's for sure. Yes, yes, yes. But if you start loving the, your individuality and you love the other people's individuality, you don't have to be at war. You're going to exactly. have a have a great beer together and have a chat oh my god how does it feel to have uh, you know whatever to to be you know coming from a different culture and have a different uh, way of seeing the life of seeing life instead yes. of why do we have to kill each other nobody said that we are different we need to kill each other that's the, that's the problem yes uh -huh. yes and i agree the word i use for that is yes the word i use for that is the phrase i use for that is unity within diversity we right. can we can love and respect everyone for who they uniquely are you know we are, we are all equally different yes 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 we are all yes. equally different. we are exactly differently yes. <laughs> the same difference. we have the same difference <laughs> yes and we can love each other we can love and respect each other no we got i love you for you and yeah. the other and so we don't we don't need to love everybody on the other hand, eh? but it doesn't mean that we have to kill them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, your call, and that's it. You know, when right, I right. right. But I, I do. I love everybody because I know everybody is that other person. No matter how different, how, no matter how different our beliefs are, I can yeah, still yeah. love a person, even yeah, if yeah, they. No. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yes. absolutely. But but there yes. are some people that sometimes do something that they really annoy me. 
Right. And you want to put distance. I still love them, but on the other hand, I have to express my, yo, what what are you doing? (laughs) Of course. Of course. I still love them, but I I can scream at them. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes, you can. You can. But also, I think the other thing, too, the question that you had raised about being human and feeling your humanness, like if somebody cuts you off when you're driving or something like that, it's also what I do is gauge my response to what's happening. Yes. Because I, I could, you know, get let it get really, really angry and start to yell and scream. I could say, wait a second. Okay. It is what it is. It is what it is. Okay. I would prefer. Yes. I would prefer they did not do that, but they did it. So I can, if they're gone, I could just send them love. I send them like, you know, I understand you don't have to be with a person that really annoys you all the time and you don't have to take abuse. Definitely like um, a wife. In a, an abusive relationship, you don't have to take that abuse. You can set, you can put distance between you and the person that's abusing you, but you can still, from a distance, send them love. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. At the end of the day, it all boils down how much you love yourself. At the end of the day, yes. Because at the end of the day, with all the trauma that we have uh, grown up with, all the the pain that we had grown up with and the misunderstanding sometimes we it's tough to love each other because it's tough to love ourselves so at the end of the day i think how much we can love ourselves is how much we can love each other at the end of the day it's, and then again i don't know but that's just came out no actually no you, i i want to say you hit the nail on the head because everything starts from within so if we if we don't love ourselves, and truth we can't love another. Everybody's a mirror of ourselves. Exactly. Everybody's a, everybody's a mirror. That person who really annoys me, if I look deep enough, he really looks like me a lot. <laughs> yes. He has a character that is the part I don't like in myself. Usually, usually. I don't want to be too generalized, but yes, often, no. often the case is that uh, I really don't like it. It's so egotistical and uh, insensitive, like me. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But yes, but it all does, like you say, everybody is a reflection of you. And, and um, what you want to, to realize is the more you love yourself, that, that love radiates out to the, everybody around you. The more you accept yourself, you know, it's already a big deal to accept yourself. You know, life is hard. Mm -hmm. It's not easy to be human, honestly. I mean, come on. Yes, actually, actually, I believe it's one of the most difficult uh, journeys as a soul. I believe we're going to have many different journeys. And, And this experience here on this planet, I think, is one of the most difficult journeys. Actually, many, many. Yeah. Many say we're. I don't know how difficult it is to be a dog or a planet. I have no idea. I know. Another planet, yeah. I have no idea. But I know it's, I know as human is not easy. But it's, and the hand is very easy also. So, anyway, words. (laughs) (laughs) So, so tell us more. Now, let's get, tell us more about the conferences. So, now you have how many now? Now it's grown. It's been 11 years. So, how many, how many do you have a year now? 
two main one, one in Italy in July, usually, and one in the US in October in California. Okay. A year and, uh, and, and then smaller events here and there, maybe retreats, uh, small, small events more on a topic. Maybe we talk about trauma and spirituality or relationship and spirituality. So we explore new aspect of the palette of being human. But mm-hmm. that's yeah, there it is science and non duality. Come and see the website, have a look. Yes, yes, yes. Share the website, the name of the website. Share the link, the just science. Yeah. Sci- science and non duality.com is as simple okay. as that. Check okay. on YouTube, the clips, uh, check, uh, yeah, on the, yeah. On the website. I mean, visit a lot of articles and a lot of videos and work webinars. And it's like, you know, it's we, a we big, are not a profit organization, we are a 501c3 organization. Yes. And, uh, and we continue doing what we love. Yes. Relent. Yes. Now, do you ever have a conference on the East Coast? Because I don't get, I've only been to the West Coast one time. No, we, cause it's really complicated to put together an event. It's really, really complicated. Most of the time we lose money. It's really, now we break even actually now more, more than lose money, but in the last few years. It's really complicated to start from scratch. It's a lot of organization. You have no idea how many details, how many, oh my God, it's so complicated. From the location to the program, to it's so complicated. So two a year is plenty. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, yeah, and the East Coast, we were planning to do something in New York next year, but we couldn't, we couldn't pull it together. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. we didn't pull it together. It was too complicated, yeah. So well, I, 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 I want to share my, I want to share my vision with you yeah. <laughs> and I, it's a vision because I have really no idea how it can happen, but my vision is to have a oneness summit here in the Poconos, of course, starting locally. Um, there's actually one of the, it's a brand new, one of the largest conference centers on the East coast was just built about three years ago, five minutes from my house. Yes, beautiful convention center, beautiful. And it's five minutes from my house. (laughs) So I, I, say that again? Send me the link, I wanna see the, I wanna see the Oh, I will, I'll send you, yes, yes, yes. It's called Kalahari um, Resort and Convention Center. It's beautiful. But I envision, I would love having a, what I would call a oneness summit and having people from all, having scientists, having spiritual people, leaders, having people from all religions. Because for me, the core, at all religions, the core is oneness. So just mm-hmm. people from all religions, all spirituality, all science, everything, you know, coming together and having a oneness summer. But yes, I will send you that link. Yes. But that is, is my vision. So Maybe, I, it, will Maybe it will happen. Let's yes. See. Yes, yes, yes. So thank you so much, Carol. Thank it's you really so much. Happy. Thank you. And please, I will. I want everybody listening to please go visit uh, Science and Non-Duality website and also um, go to YouTube and check out the videos that they have put out for science. And they're amazing. They're all great videos. Yes. But thank you. It's been a joy to see your spirit, to see your li- how alive you are, how 
vibrant you are and in this despite of, of you know of, of what life brought on your plate which uh, to me i mean what you share about kyle is it's probably one of the more heartbreaking tests that the universe can ever put a human being to losing a son i think i cannot think of anything worse than that yes. so it's a joy to to have met you is a pleasure to, to to meet your spirit your your aliveness and your and, and i love what you're doing for this planet and i'm, I'm your, on your side sister thank you well let me i want to share that it was six months six months after kyle's transition spirit woke me up in the middle of the night and said just do it and the just do it was to launch the radio show and i have a, a non-profit foundation in Kyle's memory, it's called the Kyle Foundation, but Kyle, I spell in capital letters, K-Y-L-E, because it stands for Keep Your Light Expanding. That's, that's what Kyle stands for. Keep Your Light Expanding. So yes, and Spirit woke me up in the middle of the night and said, just do it. And I Googled, how do you start a radio, internet radio show? How do you start a nonprofit foundation? And I started it. That was in um, January of 2015, where mm. I just followed Spirit's guidance. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I wish each and every one who is listening and each and every one who is not even listening will have this courage of being yes. able to, do what, to follow what, what your inner self is saying. It's so beautiful. Congratulations. Yes. Well, thank you so much. Yes, and I will send you that information about Kalahari. It's beautiful. So maybe, maybe me sending you that, you'll come to the Poconos. <laughs> Never know. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much. This has been such an honor. It's such my honor, my pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you, Caroline. Give, you, give my love to your beautiful wife. I totally will. I totally okay. will. Thank you. So yes, yes. Thank, Thank you. you. Nam Namaste. Namaste. Namaste.